For real? Yeah. Getting the big 3 0. For, uh, talking about, talking about 12, like in a couple hours, 12, or like in an hour, 12? Or yeah, 12. When 12 going into Saturday. Nah, 12 Central Time. Um, yeah, well, it's going to be my birthday. It's already the next my hour? birthday your way. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, happy birthday. Oh, man, I appreciate it. They're going to throw it What you turning? No, 30. Big 3-0. Man. Five of you. Man, man. Are you, uh, are you already recording for the... Um... Yeah. Okay, okay. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Man, the big, the big 3 Oh. Mm-hmm. How's it feel? I know China snuck up on you, didn't it? Hey, look, man. I, have I know you watched the movie American Gangster? Near mm-hmm. the end, when Denzel Washington just goes out in modern day New York and he just sees everything has changed, and he's just like shocked by how much changed. You- <laughs> that's that's me right now. Like just uh, just looking at. In modern day society, right now, I'm like, man, I'm 30 years old. You 30, man. I'm old. I know you remember being. <laughs> I know. You know, seen that long since you was what East Webster. Yeah. Is that you where you went to school? Oh, um, was it Tippahawk County? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. You was out there at County, yeah, because you said didn't on um, Jay Banks. Did he go to the same high school you went to? He went to East Webster, which is oh, not that far away. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Man. when I played with like Vaughn and um, Tiberius and all of them, um, mm-hmm. they all like we all stayed close to like either Sturgis or Maven. And that's the reason why we went to school mm-hmm. together. Yeah, because I know it's right. Yeah, those areas right there by each other. Right. Right. Shout out to those mm-hmm. guys, by the way. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, some fun I'm times. Thirty. Yeah. One time playing Man. football. We, mm-hmm. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> do you do you think back to your to your old grove days? I always do. I always do. Those were some good times, man. Yeah. Playing playing ball at OG. Um <laughs> life was a whole lot you know, more simple. Yeah. Much simpler days, man. Mm-hmm. Good times, good times. Just getting with the homies. We always hooping, play two K. There you go. I mean, you know, it was it was that that simple. Always <laughs> kicking it at my boy, and my boy Zach Crib playing two K together. Yeah. This was this was back when you played five v five. It wasn't um, you know everybody get on my career and and you know it's create their player. Yeah, this is before the BC days. This was back when, when my career had skill points. Yep. But uh, <laughs> when everybody just played five v five, that's when you really had to be nice at the game. Exactly. You had to, you had to know how to shoot with everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't, you gonna you gonna be struggling. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. But yeah, You're man, struggling. like good times though for sure. Yeah. Milestone, milestone moment for you. We yep. gonna, let's clap it up. Yep. Clap it up for Corey. Big, big three zero. <laughs> <laughs>
like I said, game. This is a, a big time matchup on the road, conference game. You need to, you know, keep drives That's alive. Bag. You need to convert third downs to get the win. So those yeah. are like those are the things I'll be looking out for. Can the you know, Penn State get the explosives, and can they convert on third down? Ultimately, I'm rolling with Ohio State. Um, I think I feel like Penn State has left me more to be desired so far this season when watching them. So, not saying that they can't win this game. I just personally, I haven't seen enough for me to pick them to win this game. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, but I'm gonna go with Ohio State to win this one at home. Yeah, um, that, that that's um, a good synopsis. I I should say with this game for me i i can um totally agree with you when i've uh, when i've tried to look at a couple penn state games um usually they've they're pretty much ahead um what i can say with from what i what i can tell from this penn state team um drew allar he's pretty much um made sure to not turn over the football um, when passing, um, I can just kind of name off his stats. So he's he's um, 118 for 181. Um, that's his um, attempts to completion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a hundred. He has uh, 1,254 yards. Passing with twelve touchdowns for the season, so um, for the most part, he's he hasn't turned over the ball um, per se. Um, and just looking at his stats and kind of looking at the team stats um, right now, uh, Penn State is averaging about two hundred twenty-three point three yards passing. Um, while Ohio State is averaging about 308. So um, that can kind of show you that it, this offense is very balanced because if you look at the rushing as well, um, they're at 203.3. So this is a very balanced Penn State team. They don't do one thing a lot. Um. What I'm, what I want to see, is that enough to win mm-hmm. the ball game for Penn State? Um, because clearly, we can we can kind of keep going in the yards allowed. Um, from what I'm seeing, Penn State is averaging about 193.7 um, yards allowed this season. While Ohio State is averaging about two hundred and sixty-three point five yards, so mm-hmm. from what I can tell, this Penn State defense could this Saturday show that they're like really, really legit. Like this could be the game that really makes people turn their heads and say, you know what, that that Penn State defense can actually keep them in ball games to the point where similar to. 
to Oklahoma, Texas, right. real quick. You remember how we were going into that game? We weren't sure like how for real is this Oklahoma offense and or uh, and the defense as well. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know they they played against so and so and so and so, and they proved themselves to be the real deal. So it's it's kind of a similar situation. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and that, that's really what I want to look for in this game. Um, I don't want to write off Penn State, although I will agree with you. I think Ohio State is probably the better team. They're playing at home. Um, they have home field advantage. They have Kyle McCord playing pretty good football right now, and they have really good weapons out there um, with Travion Henderson and Marvin Harrison Jr. out there. So um, I I'm picking Ohio State, but as long as Penn State plays pretty good defense, which what I can tell they have, um, watch out for, for mm-hmm. Penn State because they they might shock some people on Saturday. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, they they very well can go into Ohio Stadium and and pull off the upset. I mean. Penn State is not a, a bad team by any means. You know, um, both of these teams are undefeated. Both are in the running to win the Big Ten. Um, I wouldn't be shocked. James Franklin, he needs this one. This would be huge for him. Um, you know, I, I still feel like he's searching for, like, that that real, like, just signature, like, you know that 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 win on his resume, he's done good things, but he needs that defining win and to go to Ohio State and beat this team. I think that would be critical mm-hmm. for him and this Penn State program making that leap. I mean, Penn State has always been, you know, um, back in the day. They were always one of the you know top programs in the nation, and after the scandal, of course, you know it's natural that the program fell off some and has been rebuilt, but it hasn't reached that status. I feel like where it was prior to the scandal, mm-hmm. and a win like this to put your team in position to win the Big Ten. That'll elevate it back to Penn State being like, you know, how we love to say Texas is back or such and such is back. Well, I think we can really say Penn State is back if they get this win over Ohio State. So um, as much heat that Ryan Day catches, I think this game is more important than James Franklin. I mean, Ryan Day has handled business. The only problem he's had is just trying to win a national championship. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's his, that's the battle he's facing. It's James Franklin that needs this one to really solidify Penn State as, you know, being legit. Not just a contender, but, like, we are legit. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this is a – I mean, this, this is usually the game that um, Penn State fans know that they need to get over the hump. Um, with and usually they they fail um, more times than not in in the last decade or so. 
Um, mm-hmm. So uh, this game is very important for this program in in order to really take that next step if they're really serious about making a run this time. Um, I mm-hmm. think, honestly, um, this team has the tools to be one of the most um, balanced teams in college football. And I think just by looking at their stats right now, they are pretty uh, pretty much balanced. So, uh, we, you know, we, we, we really want to see more from them. And I think watching I, I, this I, game is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I really feel like Ohio State, I think they will key in on the run game. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the recipe for success for Ohio State defensively is to really key in on limiting their rushing attack mm-hmm. and just see if Valar can win the game. If you come to Ohio State and if I'm pretty sure Ryan Day can sleep at night knowing that it took Alar going for 322 and three TDs and no interceptions for Penn State to get the win. If that's the kind of game you put together on the road, you deserve it. Yeah, you deserve absolutely. it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't see I don't see Ohio State letting Penn State run football just up the gut, you know, just all over the place and getting two hundred plus yards. Mm-hmm. And that's their way to path to victory. I see, I see it having to fall on Alar's hands to to make you know to make the plays and if you if you come on the road and do that to us i mean more power to you like you deserve it at that point if your quarterback plays his best game on our home field in front of 95 100,000 plus screaming buckeye fans like you deserve it mhm <laughs> yeah i <laughs> I, I I definitely agree, um, and we're gonna see. We're gonna see this Saturday. Um, can this Penn State offense? Can this Penn State defense um, really go toe to toe with this Ohio State team at their place? It's not easy winning in the shoe. <laughs> it's not easy winning the shoe. It's not easy winning. It's just not. So um, yeah, I'm very much interested. But I do, I will pick Ohio State to win the football game, just because they're at home, and just because I, I do think they—that's what it is. They're figuring some stuff out. I agree. I agree. I mean, I feel like we've kind of learned this season. At least, um, for me too. Mm-hmm. Home field advantage is so important this year I in know. games where it's so you know tightly contested. I feel like. If we play that Oregon Washington game we saw on a neutral field, I think Oregon wins that game more times than not against Washington. But Washington was at home, right? And that home field, you know, it's it's tough to beat to be uh, a team that's just as good as you are on their home turf. And I think that will continue to play out. Mm-hmm. I think that'll continue to play out this year. It's really tough to go on the road and these. Conference games, teams you know, we know each other very well, mm-hmm. play each other year in and year out. It's it's tough. So um, I'm I'm rocking with Ohio State. 
Uh, I would not be betting on this game. I will be sitting back watching this game. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I, I wouldn't either at all. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a fun one. Um, I, I feel like it'll, it'll give us that mid-2005. I, I think the, the line for the points is accurate. It's, it's going to be one of them 24-21, just old-school you know, just battling for every point you can get. Um, I, I really don't, I don't know if the offenses will be prolific in this one. Uh, I can see it being this one of them good old slugfest. See who's going to be the last man standing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's going to be a great one. I can't wait for Saturday. Um, yeah, it, both of these teams are. <laughs> yeah, it, it's go, it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a dog fight. So I I can't uh, can't stress enough how um, how spoiled we are as college football fans to get this game right when we wake up. <laughs> Big noon, baby. Big, Big noon. noon kickoff. Big Eleven a.m. for you <laughs> yep. Central Time. <laughs> Man, so you 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 get, you get yourself going, brush your teeth, have your breakfast, sit back. For you know it, it's eleven o'clock. Exactly, it's right there. Exactly, game time. Exactly, <laughs> it's where you want to so. be. You want to be hanging out with your friends, uh, tailgating wherever you're gonna be at, watching a great football oh. game such as this one. So, so I oh, can. Oh man, man, I'm 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 gonna have the the champagne bottle. You give me. Give me a bottle of that Champipple. I got some Grand Marier. We're going to mix that together. It's going to be a good one, baby. I'm going to sit back, rub my chest, <laughs> kick back, and enjoy the show. <laughs> oh, man. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man. But um, any anything else you want to add, Chris, to this game before we head to the nah. – Next game. I, I think we hit it all, you know, talking about the teams and then just the, the, the importance of this one for, you know, the Penn State program and, and Coach Franklin. So uh, I, I don't have anything else to add. All right. All right. Me me either. Me either. I, I think we've we've said our piece on, on this game. We just, just can't wait. I'll, for I'll it. say this. Ohio State by seven. By I say seven? Ohio State by seven. I mm-hmm. say Ohio State by ten. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll go f- we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we will leave Columbus, Ohio, Chris, and we are going to head to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Chris, where you know what's happening. T town. <laughs> like we said earlier, third is. It's, it's that time of the year. Look on the calendar. One, two, three. It's the oh, it's the, it's the third Saturday in October. It's the third Saturday of October, folks. So you know what it is. It's Tennessee. It's Alabama. Going head to head with one another. Chris, who do you have in this game and why? Um, I'm actually say this real quick. We know about Thursday Saturday in October. I think this just it just got its its luster back. Oh, for 
for most people our age, ain't ain't seen a really important third Saturday in October game until last year. (laughs) Alabama's been dominating this. This this some this something our parents talked about. This is the game they look forward to. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But uh, man, this one it's a little interesting. Um, you know, it's, it's been well documented this year that this isn't the best Alabama team. Mm-hmm. Um, but this isn't the best Tennessee team either. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But it's some. There are some interesting matchups in this game with. Tennessee not really being the 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 juggernaut of a passing team they were last year, you know. Jalen Hyatt, we we remember what he did exactly. and how he torched how he torched the secondary for Alabama. <laughs> I don't see that happening in this matchup. No, but um, not at all. Tennessee's D line is for real. We mentioned before how A&M's D-line, going into the Alabama game, how that was a huge battle right there going up against uh, below-average Alabama O-line. And that game was a close game. If this game is a close game, it's because Tennessee's D-line is just wrecking havoc up front, and they have four five six sacks I mean twice the number of of hurries so that as a Tennessee fan I think if you're a Tennessee fan you are looking for your D-line to dominate because Tennessee's D-line has been the truth this year And they also need Joe Milton to step up and make some throws. I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I don't. I, I I'm not. I'm not sold on Milton. Um, he still makes boneheaded plays. He had a bad interception last week in the red zone against Texas A&M. You can't do that in this game if you want any chance of beating Alabama. This might be a this might not be the Bama teams, you know, we're used to seeing, but they still are Alabama now. We're going to put some respect on their name, you know what I'm saying? It's still one of the top teams in the country. Oh, yeah. You can't mess around. You, you, you got to take advantage in the red zone. But I think Alabama's defense will make enough plays. And I think the offense, I think Jalen Milrow, he's proven that he he's one of the, the better deep ball passers in the nation. I mean, he, he throws a beautiful deep ball. I expect him to to convert on some of those. Mm-hmm. I expect Alabama to clean up some penalties. Um, I think they'll learn from some of the things that they, that they didn't take advantage in last week's game. I think Arkansas Got you know, saying put Alabama on the on alert. I think they'll come in a little more poised. I think they'll be 
uh, much cleaner in this ball game. Mm-hmm. I think they want to get their look back from losing last year too. So I think Alabama wins this one. I'll say Alabama about fourteen. I feel pretty confident that Alabama wins. I think they should pull the way because this Tennessee team. They are okay, but like I, I I really don't know if they are good. If we can even call them good, and as I'm no offense to them, I just don't know how good they really are. And I think Alabama is better. I think so too. Like <laughs> I mean, what we talked about it last week, of course, about um, that A and M Tennessee game. Well, with Tennessee had like well over a hundred. Um, yards worth of penalties, and somehow they still won that football game. I mean, that, that's a testament to A and M more than it is in Tennessee. <laughs> but in terms mm-hmm. of Tennessee, it like this is last year's ten- Tennessee team with Hendon Hooker and 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 Hyatt and all of those players out there, where they were just clicking on all cylinders. Like they could do no wrong last year. Josh Downs too. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, like they were almost unstoppable with how good how good they were. And you look at them this year, it's it's opposite. Yeah, it's the it's the total it's the total opposite. <laughs> like it's a a run first football team. Like they really they're at their best when they are running the football. Yeah, they are <laughs> <laughs> hands down. And, and and you know I like Jalen Wright. I think he's a he's a really good running back for them. But um, you would like to see much more um, production in, in scoring, uh, rushing scores from them. Um, but yeah, really, you would like um, the whole team to just produce um, a lot more points. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> you know, um, I I just don't see them winning this football game. I, I do think um, the last couple weeks Alabama has figured out some things. Jalen Milrow has kind of become a leader of mm-hmm. that offense, as you can tell. He, he I, and, and he gets beaten and battered in that backfield and he still gets up and he figures out a way to get that ball downfield and look yeah. after so long when you beat when you bully a guy like that and he keeps taking it Chris hey yeah, you, you found your guy and he's I a think, tough one man yeah mm-hmm. I think Nick Saban has figured that out I think this offensive line is doing about as best as they can to to uh, protect Miro. It's still not great. I mean, we saw that Arkansas game. They were attacking mm-hmm. Miro a lot of times, and they still want it. But um, I, I just don't see how Tennessee overall can play a clean football game, offensively and defensively, with the players that they have. It's, I understand. I just haven't seen that game from them yet. It's another one of those cases where, similar to how we just said the last game with Penn State and Ohio State, where 
we just haven't seen enough to like confidently say oh uh, Penn State's going on the road to beat Ohio State I can't I cannot confidently at all tell you that Tennessee is going on the road to to be Alabama. Last year, we saw enough from Tennessee where you could legitimately say, yo, Bama needs to really be be ready for this game. Tennessee can win. We saw that and felt, felt good. You could feel okay last year picking Tennessee at home right, to pull off the upset and win. Are you saying Tennessee goes to T-Town this year after seeing how Tennessee has played so far? You just going out on the limb. I we I haven't seen enough to really to confidently make that pick. I can't. I w- I would not. And would more even. than like I I honestly I would pick an Alabama blowout before I pick a Tennessee close win mm-hmm. in this one. I could see Alabama running off. Um, winning this ball game, but yeah, give give me the tide. Because this Alabama defense is very good too. They have they have stepped up this year. While right. the offense struggled, they've held it down. Mm-hmm. And they they might feast. You get Tennessee in some third and longs. We might see about two, three interceptions in this ball game, you know what I'm saying, by the Alabama secondary. Um but I will say. If Tennessee has a chance, it's because they forced maybe a pick six or a strip sack and then took it for a touchdown. They'll need it. I think they'll need a defensive score in this game to honestly have a chance at winning. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, look, my only <laughs> my only option for them is make this game like the game you played last week against A&L. If you if mm-hmm. you force Alabama into that kind of game, you might have a chance because that's a great point. That mm-hmm. that defense was playing lights out against that A and M offense. Like they they shut down uh, Anaya Smith and company. Um, yeah, and, and they they made really, like tough on Evan Stewart. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they really made Max Johnson feel uncomfortable last week. So, mm-hmm. like Tennessee, <laughs> grab that playbook, <laughs> grab <laughs> grab that game plan that you had last week, and apply that to this week. Because Man. let's let's be honest, like Alabama, while they're while they found some kind of mojo, like folks, they are mortal <laughs> this this season. Mm-hmm. So, hey, if, if I'm Josh Heupel, I'm I'm pretty much taking that same game plan from last week and make uh, make me a row feel uncomfortable. Make this what offense feel like, uncomfortable. You remember um, growing up, like in the uh, the two thousands? Um, what was that that company that sponsored the SEC games? You know what I'm talking about? It was like the it will be up there with the the ticker. Um, um which which kind I can't of remember. company? I, I I should remember these things, but it's been so long. Oh, gone it! I don't know. It was like a it wasn't it wasn't J P Morgan. 
What was that? The it's like the 2004 like SEC football games, um, and it, it it had some kind of the oh, I'm, I'm trying to look it up now. <laughs> SEC BS games. They got to turn it into one of those kind of games though, um, where it's just it's just kind of ugly. Let me see. Oh, no, it's not even right there. It wasn't the Home Depot games. <laughs> it was something else. Ah, oh, man, I'm trying to find it. Let, let's see. The the people the people listening know what I'm talking about. I think though, <laughs> where it was a certain it was a certain company that was sponsoring those SEC games back then, and the the score would always be like 17 to 14. It would not be a a high scoring game. <laughs> well, I got a couple <laughs> of them. I I got a couple of them. Um, that I can that I can run down with you. So all tail, I think I remember that. BC powder, that's so funny. Chick fil A, <laughs> Cooper tires, Dr Pepper, and by no way uh, people uh, uh, us mentioning these companies, we're not getting paid at all. Um, all right, of course. Gatorade, Golden Flake. I remember Golden Flake and Sweet. Regions Bank. <laughs> <laughs> was it like Jefferson something I can't remember but those those games back then were not the prettiest <laughs> sexiest football games but uh, that that's the kind of game Tennessee needs to make it yeah just just make it rough tough ugly and you know, if you right there and in the fourth quarter, anything can happen. <laughs> anything can happen. They need to, to to make it one of those kind of games where they just have a chance. Mm-hmm. Where it's just close late. I, I just, I, I'm not picking them, though. <laughs> not, especially not with them being on the road. Man. Um, yeah. It's, I, I don't, I don't trust them in Brian Denny. I just I I don't um it's it's not it's not my cup of tea honestly I I I don't think Tennessee is a terrible football team but in comparison to how they played last season it's not it's just not the same team so um I'm I will say if they do win team. if they do win. Big ups to Coach Heupel. I mean, because I think that means you go from winning a shootout last year to winning the ugly. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be an ugly win. A win is a win, but I think it would be an ugly one if they win this one. Oh yeah, to win (laughs) to win those two polar opposite ways. You gotta give credit to the head coach if they do, if they are able to pull this off. I don't see them winning a shootout in this one. Yeah, me. Yes, you got you got you got Bama by how much? I got Bama by fourteen. I was thinking fourteen as well. Fourteen. I can even see seventeen. 
Wouldn't mind if it's a close game, though. I would love to be wrong. I would love for it to, to go to the wire. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got no dog in the fight. Man, I'm just sitting back. I'm just sitting back with, with my champagne, with my champagne, yeah, and watching and, and watching football. So please. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. man, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's it's gonna be a good game, but uh, I think ultimately, oh uh, man, Alabama's going to. Um, squeak out his game with with a win, so it'll it'll make mm-hmm. it, it'll make um the one true Nick Saban happy. You know, he, it would. He he, he would be excited, um, and then Bama would be um really close to another appearance in Atlanta. Can you imagine? Like gotta... <laughs> I just gotta say this, Chris, before we before we move on. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, can, can you imagine that happening? And you see, like, like Bill Belichick sitting there looking at Nick Saban after the season that he's had. He still finds a way to make it to Atlanta. Still, Why the New England still. Patriots is just struggling? Look, just, man, we, <laughs> go we gotta on, get we, some we, credits. We, there's no joke when you call Dick Saban the GOAT and for this team to be the team that they have been and how things looked when they played against South Florida and they were trotting out quarterback after quarterback. It was bad. But if this team still finds a way to make it to Atlanta and have a chance at making the college football playoff. If you 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 win the SEC championship game and you just have one loss, hey, it's going to be – I don't think the committee leaves you out. <laughs> Talk about how, how down the SEC is or whatever you want to say. A one-loss Alabama team that's undefeated in the SEC, they make the playoff. That's one hell of a coaching job by Nick Saban, one of his better in, in years, if we're being real, with this team. If he if he steers the ship to get them, you know, it to have be a chance. Best that's, job. That, that's, that's, that's incredible. That's a great job by him. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it'll be his best coaching job probably ever. <laughs> For sure, yeah. I mean, we... Uh, like hands down. He's had some teams. He's had some teams, but this team, they never really they haven't they still haven't just given off that we're Alabama feeling that we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. But they winning. They're, they're winning. They 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 get by this one. I mean, what, the toughest test left is LSU at home? Home against LSU, yeah. It's it's looking really good that they have that they will be in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I this was the year to get them, y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't, hey, this. <sighs> we we was talking about you know Nick might be getting up out of town. Shoot, uh, we'll see. <laughs> this I thought this was the year to get Alabama. 
I don't, if they, I don't see them looking like this next year. <laughs> no, oh no. Next year, they they coming for blood. They, uh, they are going to rise from the ashes, Chris. <laughs> I'm telling you, Chris. They're they're going they're going to rise from the ashes. And, this is and they, to get them. They're going to just just pumble everybody. I'm really curious to see, man, because we haven't talked about it on the podcast. We texted about it, but Georgia's going to more than likely be without Brock Bowers. I feel like the rest of the regular season after he had the. Surgery, mm-hmm. hairline surgery. Um, we haven't so, seen no playmakers. We haven't seen any playmakers on the outside from Georgia this year. No, not at all. We they don't they don't they don't have an NFL young boy. They don't have a George Pickens. No. Um, you know this this team is is missing. They don't have a McCole Hardman. Um, you know, defense uh, isn't they, the same. Defense isn't the same. Jalen Carter isn't on that D line anymore. Nope. You know, Georgia's a little susceptible, and when you take away Brock Bowers, who's what one of the five best players in college football, I don't care how talented and deep your team is, you will feel that loss. Absolutely. So and they're feeling it right now. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby is waking up every day, and he's just like, man, he's like he he's looking at that schedule. He's like, <laughs> people gonna be gunning for us. How for, how do I sure. coach out of this situation? It's gonna be tough, man, and. That that makes the possible collision course of Alabama Georgia in the SEC championship game that much more interesting. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so it's I was very down on Alabama heading into the year, um, but they still have, have figured out a way to, despite the bumps and bruises. They're where they want to be when it's all said and done at week eight. This team might find its way in the playoff, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> we we wrote them off. We, we wrote them off. We, we wanted to. That South Florida game, we were like, well, <sighs> Chris, get the shovel. I'll get the team <laughs> stone. We, you know, we, we, we barely knew Alabama. But yeah. little did we know, the rest of the conference wasn't going to be hitting on anything for yeah, real. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just they just gave them to take advantage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just gave them an opening. Next thing you know, we back. We back like we never <laughs> left. Oh my gosh! But yeah, it. Yeah, it, this game is going to be great this week. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to, um, to watch some of the other games in the SEC as well. But um, but yeah, um, anything else you want to add, Chris? Before we move on to our last two games of the week? No, nothing else. I get nothing else. All right, all right. Well, um, we're going to leave Tuscaloosa, Chris, and we are going to head down to 
Dope Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee, Florida, where the Florida State Seminoles will host the Duke Blue Devils um, in a ranked versus ranked matchup. So, yeah, I, I think this game is definitely going to be game. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an ABC game, 6.30 p.m. kickoff. So, I, I'm curious to see what happens in this game because right now we don't really know the full word, like the official word on mm-hmm. Riley Leonard's um, ankle mm-hmm. injury. Um, I saw it in the North Carolina game. So, I saw he was close. That's what I heard. Playing last week. Mm. So if I had to guess, I think he suits up for this one. That's just, I don't know. We don't know anything officially. Mm-hmm. I just assume. I think he suits up for this one. He won't be 100%, but I think he plays. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking, too, because people are kind of uh, looking into the situation as well. Um, I mean, we're all... We're all curious to know um, the status of Riley Leonard because, like, when he's out there, he's really a difference maker for. He's the heart team. and soul of his team. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They they really rely on him uh, with his legs and um, with his arm as well. So, and, and just keeping that that offense afloat. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with that situation if he plays that's awesome um i'm still gonna be wondering what uh percentage he's gonna be at you know is it gonna be 100 is he 80 75 it's, it's, i'm gonna say it's probably it's probably like 70 80 honestly yeah i'm thinking that too <laughs> i'm thinking that too um, I think he will be good and through it, man. I mean, but he's a dog, though. That's just that's that's Riley, though. Right. Um, and, and I mean, this Duke Blue Devils team is a really good team. So, and I don't think they're going to be scared of Florida State either. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see how that defense stacks up with Florida State. Um, granted, overall, I, I'm going to still pick Florida State because they're at home right now. And usually, Florida State is pretty dominant at home when they're clicking. Um, yeah, they're, they're usually um, pretty stout um, as a unit. So, I'm looking for Florida State to win. Um, let me look at what Vegas has them. They have um, FSU as a 14 and a half favorite right now. Um, and the over under is at forty nine. So, um, yeah, I, I think that would change. Yeah, when news becomes official, if we get something here mm-hmm. soon that Riley's playing, I can see that being uh, maybe a seven five, and a half. six. It might it might end up being like a seven point swing and make Florida State seven point favorites. Seven and a so half, too. seven. I, I think so too. It would. With a healthy enough Riley Leonard out there, this game won't be a cakewalk for Florida State. I don't think. I don't think so either. I think. I think Riley will. 
I think he would still play his game. Mm-hmm. I think he would still run. I think he would still scramble. I think that's the only way he knows how to play. Right. You know, you know, there's certain football players like you just can't help but to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, as much as he might, the Bills faithful, Bills mafia mm-hmm. might want him to to slide. He can't help but to go square up on the on the DB and try to truck him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just <laughs> that's just how some guys play, man. You know, <laughs> you can't help yourself. And I think Riley Leonard is one of those guys that, even if his ankle is not 100%, if he sees that first down marker, he's still going to try to run and get that first down. That's just that's just what he knows how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like watching I, Dak in, in 2013 where he's just like bowling down on people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, Dak, stop. But I love this. Keep keep it going. Like he just conflicted. He's <laughs> like, man. He, he just like, like stop, stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I look at that when I when when I'm watching Riley Leonard games. Man. Because he is that. He is that guy. So I I, I personally I still I I know we said Florida State's dominant at home. Um, and I know they are getting healthier on their offensive line as well. Like, mm-hmm. Florida State is – that's where a lot of they, – they, they struggle protecting um, Jordan Travis because of the offensive line has had some injuries. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they'll be I, – I know they are getting healthier. They, they should be – near where they were to start the season health-wise. And that would have you thinking that Florida State probably runs away with this game. I just can't deny the heart of Riley Leonard. I th- I think they, they'd be right there in this ballgame. I think it would be a one-possession game late. I see this one being tough to the end. I know it sounds a little weird, a little crazy, but I just have a feeling that Duke will be right there in crunch time. I'm not picking Duke to win. I'm going to go with Florida State. But I think they make this one a very interesting game. I think you're right. Um, uh, Let's look at the yards allowed um, real quick. So Mm -hmm. Duke's um, yards allowed this season is – 298.5 Um, Florida State is at 362.8 and I do think you're right in that regards because when you've watched this Florida State team they've been winning but man they've been blessed they pray before the game hey hey, they do it (laughs) But you know what? I think half of the team does it. I think the offense does it. I, I think I think the defense needs to pray a little bit more because <laughs> because the, I mean let's let's call it let's keep it a hundred, Chris. Like sometimes this defense, you know what? Not even sometimes. They make often, some mistakes sometimes. They yeah. make mistakes. They let teams get back in a lot of games. I mean. 
I haven't forgotten about, and I know you haven't forgot about that Boston College game either. I not forgot about that, and I have not forgot about that Clemson game either. No. Clemson could very well walk out of that game with the win, and you probably talk to most Clemson Clemson fans. They'll tell you that they should have won that ball game. Exactly. If you watch that game, I'll tell you that Clemson should have found a way to win, to win that game. But Florida State pulled it off. It hasn't been pretty. Um, and if there is a tough physical team that I don't expect to shy away from the moment to make it a, a game, it would be this Duke team, you know. Hey. <laughs> Look, don't count them out. I'm not counting them out. <laughs> I'll say this. I think... I know that we expect Penn State to be right there and, you know, to have a chance. I I want to say of all the games that are taking place with, with ranked teams and, and really good matchups, um, I'll put Duke's odds, honestly, as the second best to pull off the upset. Okay. We're gonna get we're gonna get on the team. We're gonna talk about the team I think has the best odds next. But I really I think Florida State is, is susceptible. Like we mentioned, they they've come close to losing some games. And I, that's this is barring like if Riley plays. It's different if he doesn't play. If he plays, it's this I'm I'm anticipating him playing. I'm giving my analysis as if he is playing. I think Duke has a, a chance to 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 really, you know, to maybe pull off the upset. I can't pick them to do so. But man, I, I would not be shocked at all if they did. Hey. <laughs> It'll definitely shock ESPN and and, <laughs> and Fox Sports and everyone else in the college football world <laughs> if that happens. Yeah, I mean, look, anything can happen. Um, of course, and you know we're we're gonna be watching closely as with everyone else to see um, where the whole Riley Leonard situation is, um, because that and, is and, a difference maker mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. this football game. And, and and look at look at Duke defensively; they are a very sound, tough defensive ball club. I expect them to bracket Keon Coleman. I expect them to to really have two defenders on him for the most part. You'll rarely get some one-on-one coverage. I think you'll always have somebody over the top in this ball game, and they'll force someone else to make the plays necessary to win this game. I think if you're Duke, you 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 live that way. You don't want to go down with Coleman making ESPN top 10 snags and grabs on you all game, because he will do that. Mm-hmm. He don't mind making us, you know, and that's that is his forte. He loves to make big plays. So I think you force somebody else to make big plays. And I think you if you're Duke, you go down that way. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> if I'm in DC, that's how I'm losing. He ain't beating me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna create the best game plan as possible. <laughs> Ain't nobody I don't touch care. We run, I don't care. We run the same coverage all game. I will run that same sh- 
man, two man under safety over, looking over there on that side, or I will. We can even double team him. He wouldn't even be shaded over on that side. He'll just his sole eyes will be to make sure he don't go past get you get you deep with the safety. Right. I mean, I will. I would brag at him all game. He would not beat me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Like, hey, they better have a, um, a Madden-style game plan ready. Be spamming. Oh, spotlight. <laughs> we, we spotlighting him. <laughs> <laughs> we play a lock in him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, we're going to man up. We're going to spotlight. We're going to do all that. I'm exactly. Nice. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You not letting him beat me. No, exactly. sir. Nah. No way. I'll I'll go Florida State at home by four. By four? I think it's gonna be close. I think I think Duke has a chance to, to cover the spread. You know what I'm saying? If you Florida State right now, I mean I, if I was the bet. I'm betting on Duke right now before the line changes, before it's announced that that Riley plays. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go FSU by seven. So I, I don't I don't mm-hmm. think they make that fourteen and a half. If it if it stays at fourteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. So yeah, if, if you're listening right now, get. Go go place that bet before it happens. Yeah, before 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 the change comes, because yeah. once Riley is announced as playing, the line will change. Yeah, it, it's going to change <laughs> in a significant way. Yes, like at least a touchdown. I think yeah. it'll probably be FSU by like seven and a half or something. Right. Absolutely. Well, um, partner, anything else you want to add on this game before we move on to the last game? Nah, nothing else to add to it. This this next one is, is really interesting too. Uh, yes, hey, indeed it it is. Um, <laughs> so for our last game of today, we are going to discuss the game out in California between the USC Trojans and the Utah Utes. Um, this is a seven p.m game uh, on Fox depending on where you are um <laughs> after what we saw down in South Bend with USC last week we just saw them get just destroyed <laughs> Sam uh Sam Hartman and they were just river danced all over <laughs> the USC defense, and rightfully so. They they had. Well, yeah, we right said it was going. They was bound to get River danced on. I know. We said it. <laughs> I know, and and it wasn't pretty. I mean, if anyone watched that game, it was not pretty. And you know, you come back home, you're not feeling good after getting beat on national TV the way you did, and. It doesn't stop there. You're playing against a physical Utah team that, for all intents and purposes, they are pretty much a complete team in the, in the Pac-12. And 
They got your number too. Yeah, they, yeah, they definitely got your number. So, are you ready for that challenge, USC? Because if I had the guess right now, I don't think you are. And I don't think, like, I don't think anyone else thinks you uh, thinks you're ready for that challenge either. Vegas does have USC as a seven point favorite. I'm guessing that's just because of the home field advantage. Um, but the over-under is at 53. I'm just going to swap that. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to swap the line and say um, Utah is a seven-point favorite mm. against USC. I'll keep yeah. the over-under. I think this will be, a high, uh, honestly, a high-scoring game. But... But I think ultimately Utah will win this game um, just because they got a little bit more in the tank and being a better overall team than USC. I think Caleb Williams, we all know Caleb Williams is a fantastic football player. And I mm-hmm. and like I said, I, I do think it might become like a high-scoring game because that's just kind of what happens when you play against Caleb Williams. He will mm-hmm. turn it. Um, he will turn games into shootouts. So you got to be ready at all costs to um kind of play that game with him. But overall, I think Utah um, has this game as long long as they play um, pretty good defense or well enough. Um, I look for them um, to come out uh, come out on top in this football game. So, what do you think about the game, Chris? Yeah, so it's an interesting matchup. You know, Utah last year dominated this series, winning in the regular season and in the the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the kryptonite to USC, and I'm I'm curious, how does Utah look offensively against this? Porous USC defense. Because um, Utah has had its struggles offensively this year. They they haven't they haven't been a prolific offense. They struggled. Your starting quarterback started the season off injured. Um, he's you know starting to get back in the groove of things. You know we're we're, we're starting to see. Um, to see Barnes continue to to get a feel of things to improve, but if there's a team that can help you improve, it's definitely this USC defense. They can help you look good. So I'm curious to see how you know does Utah take advantage. I'm sure the coaching staff has things they've keyed in from last season that they will look to take advantage of this year. Um, I'm also curious to see USC's pride. I mentioned before in one of our earlier podcasts when LSU was coming off a a loss um, and they had to take on Missouri. I feel like that was a pride game for that secondary, for that LSU defense. And LSU got the win. 
I feel like this is a pride game for USC. And in some respects, you know, not just the defense, but for Mr. Heisman, for Caleb Williams. You know, three first-half interceptions against Notre Dame. Performances like that don't get you... They don't get you part ownership when you get drafted, buddy. You know what I'm saying? You got to get right. <laughs> um, you got to you gotta come out here and show why you're the best quarterback in the nation. I'm sure practice has been hell all week. I'm sure the guys will be locked in and focused. I... I can't. I, I want to. I think Utah has a really good chance of pulling off the upset. I think they do. Would not be shocked one bit if Utah wins. I think I'm gonna go with USC though. I just think they bounce back. I think, like I said, it's a pride game. I think they are resilient. I think of all the games that they have coming up, because you still got dates with you with uh, Washington, with Oregon. With UCLA coming up, you got to win this one. As 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 we sit here currently today, there's no way in hell I'm picking them to beat Oregon and Washington. You need this one. Yeah, and you're at home. And you're at home. I, I mean, uh, let me just look, I got, I, look at that schedule. I, 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 <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with I'm going with SC in this one. It'll be close going into the fourth. I think they pull away at the end. I think they pull away at the end and win by ten or thirteen. But it'll be close entering the fourth quarter. Hmm. Um, I know I picked them winning, um, but your scenario. Is also very believable as well, and I mean you you nipped it in the bud, Chris. Like they have to win this football game. It does not get any easier for you in this conference um, after this game. You know, at Cal, it. I mean that that's a rival game technically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not going to be an easy game. That place will be jacked up because you're on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Washington. (laughs) Hey, Michael Penix, he got that team rolling right now. They're very good. At Oregon, look, I I think what you saw from Oregon last week, that's probably going to be their only loss of the regular season. (laughs) <laughs> they liable to blow out everybody the rest of this season, man. They very, they very well could. <laughs> <laughs> they they are liable well to blow out everybody they play the rest of this, the rest of this regular season. Yes, yeah. we'll yeah. have to see. But um, you know, they very well could um, still control their own destiny, and they they have opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you cap it off with UCLA, which is your bitter, bitter rival. You know, it, a team that you know they're they're not the best team in the Pac-12, but Dante Moore is still a capable quarterback, and that team around uh, all around is, is still a, a decent team that you shouldn't sleep on. So, mm-hmm. U USC they need this football game this Saturday. 
If they don't win this game, that's it. You they know? don't win this game, man. They liable to go eight and four. <laughs> exactly. I mean, at best, you you might be staring Las Vegas bowl in the face. I'm not even sure if Pac-12 teams are are capable of going was it, to the Vegas Bowl. Yeah. I think they are. Whether was it the Holiday Bowl? Holiday, like bowl. holiday bowl season. Yeah, well, one of those bowls, like my mess around getting the Alamo Bowl. <laughs> it ain't gonna be nothing. You ain't, ain't, ain't gonna be going to Dallas. <laughs> you ain't going to the Cotton Bowl, no. No, nah. sure ain't. No, nah, they probably don't want to go to the Cotton Bowl after what happened last season. So you know, <laughs> you met up with a tidal wave. Green tidal wave <laughs> just destroyed. Them. Yeah, to man. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Ty J Spears. But yeah, yeah. It's but yeah, it's tough. Yeah, this is, this <laughs> is tough. I'm gonna give them this one, but like I said, if there's if there's anybody that can pull off a upset on the road this week, it's definitely Utah because they. They don't even feel like they, they, they're going into this game with their heads high as can be confident. We beat these boys twice last year. <laughs> we, we're supposed to beat them. Caleb who? Like, I mean, you could just imagine the, the, the discourse in the locker room. Like, you know, they, they are not intimidated or afraid one bit, though. So. I would be shocked either if your scenario plays out and Utah wins, but I just would like to think that Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley as a head coach, you and you just expect certain players, certain coaches, certain programs to bounce back. I think they bounce back this week. Yeah, That's, I'm gonna give them that much. I'm gonna give them that respect okay. that they bounce back this week and find a way to win. Okay, yeah. I, look, I I can respect that as well. Um, I I just I just ultimately think to me Utah is a much more complete football team um, than USC right now. Even with the quarterback struggles right now, I, I know Bryson Barnes and and um, and Johnson, Nate Johnson, Johnson. are mm-hmm. pretty much um, sharing snaps right now. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I, I do think this team is capable of beating USC with just because. For sure, especially the havoc they can cause on defense. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So, it, for me, I, I I have them winning by seven points, and I don't have them winning by much because of a little bit of what you uh, what you just said. Uh, of course, on top of them being at home, I do think they realize that this game is going to be serious. Um, Utah has had their number. <laughs> last couple years now, Let, let's be honest, mm-hmm. and they're going to come out swinging. But I think ultimately Utah um, will 
win the, the Utes. Get the, get the dubs. Mm-hmm. Oh man, another another great slate ahead, man. Yeah. We started off at at eleven a at noon Eastern, eleven a.m. Central, and we keep this thing rolling into to, to for the next what 10, 11 hours to about eleven eleven p.m. Yeah. Central time, you know, uh, what time this game kicks off? Is it 8 o'clock Eastern kickoff time? This game kicks off at 7 p.m. Um, Central time, I think. Oh, yeah. 8, 8, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. So they'll go until probably about 10 Central, mm-hmm. 11 Eastern. So about t- from 12 to 11, lock in. Yep, it's it's gonna it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be crazy. It it is. It is for sure. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, anything else you want to add about this game before we wrap up? Nothing else I want to add about this one. Just a couple notes. Just being a, a college football junkie. Oklahoma State, West Virginia. <laughs> I will be clicking over to look at that one. That will be interesting. Um, I really like Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And then it's curious to see how West Virginia bounces back from the Houston Hail Mary. Look, that, <laughs> <laughs> that you know what I'm saying? Look, that play is still just remarkable. <laughs> That's I, a crazy play. Words can yeah. explain how. You know, games just don't end like that every day. So I can't, I can't begin to explain how that team felt, how West Virginia felt when that ball was thrown and that ball was caught, and mm-hmm. that's just like the end of the game. <laughs> oh, my I mean gosh. that's 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 tough. I'm curious to see how both teams play because Oklahoma State could easily be feeling themselves a little too much after beating Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then West Virginia are they reeling or do they do they bounce back and win or do does one loss turn into two? So I'm yeah. curious to see that game. We'll see. I'm curious to see Mississippi State and Arkansas. Mm-hmm. We 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 said before when you when you lose to Mississippi State. They can get you fired. And Coach Pittman. <laughs> Coach Pittman's been coaching for his job over there in Arkansas. So uh, you don't need to lose to, to Zach Arnett and this Mississippi State team. No, nah, no, nah, because look, look, the loser of this football, uh, of that football game. Oh, there's no question. You seven in the West. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like you might as yeah. well just go ahead and take the medal, put put it uh, put it on your on on your chest, you know, yeah. stick it right there, and just show everyone, just flash it. Like I finished seventh. <laughs> it ain't looking good for you. It's not looking good for you if you lose this one. And then another sleeper game, sleeper game. It's a Missouri South Carolina game. Uh, yeah. South Carolina isn't good, but are they good enough to, to <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can can come beam or can they can they make some noise? Can they can they be a pest? 
and just ruin the delicious matchup we have next week, possibly with Georgia and Missouri. <laughs> can they can they catch Missouri peeking ahead, looking, you know what I'm saying, looking over the blinds into the horizon, seeing Georgia coming to town? You know what I'm saying? The, the, That's what I'm curious to see. This this week has it all. Like this could be like really one of the most weird weirdest weeks in college football because there are so many people that could get beat that you don't even expect it. Old Miss Auburn, but you know, can Lane Kiffin, Auburn's playing some solid football. Yeah, yeah, when they're at home, they're pretty dangerous. Can Lane Kiffin finagle that? Can he get Jackson Dark and, and, and company to wake up in that game? Playing in Jordan here isn't always the most ideal place to play at. For sure. If they and, can handle and, that, and, they're fine. But. And every bad SEC team has a game that they are just right there to win that they shouldn't have, that they have no business winning. I mean, we've seen Sylvester Crone pull off an upset at Mississippi State against a top 10 Florida team. You know what I'm saying? So that's happened before in the past. So anybody can get got. Anybody. And Ole Miss should not any Ole Miss should not look ahead over against Auburn. They shouldn't. Like he said, they should not at all. They Hugh Freeze, well, he's gonna cook up a game plan for the for, for Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested. I'm interested. Sark. That's another. That's another good one. That's I'm, another good one. Yeah. Sark. I mean, I'm. Hey, I'm looking at you too. You know, Houston won that that big hail mary. <laughs> that hail mary toss. One of mm-hmm. the game against West Virginia. Don't think that they're trying to make some more magic down there. You know, can <laughs> can you wake up this Texas team? After losing yeah. <laughs> in Dallas, you know you, you're looking at your rival, yeah, Oklahoma. They're they're riding high right now. They're feeling good. You know, mm-hmm. can what can you do? So, hey, this, I'm all for it. This is what college football is about, Chris. You you and I talk about this all the time, and <laughs> you know this is. Another one of these instances where we have one of those weeks where hey, uh, and, and, Bar- and anything can say anybody can be beat. Anybody can be beat, man. Anybody can get got, um, especially this season. And it's always the slates. We have some good matchups, but it, I think there's some sleeper games. That can really turn out to be some real gems this weekend, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm curious to see how they play out. I can, like I said, I, that that Oklahoma State and West Virginia game liable to be a triple overtime, just crazy wildness in that. One. I mean, I would not be shocked one bit. You know, that game. Stay away from that game if you're betting. I think that that one is. I don't know what what's going to happen in that game, but I'll be watching. I'll be I'll be tuning in to see. I'm gonna have my TV going. I'm gonna have my cell phone going. We we gonna be looking like Buffalo Wild Wings in the crib. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have the, the living room TV on one game, the bedroom TV on another. My cell phone propped up with one game on. It's gonna be that's how I was, that's the kind of vibes I'm gonna be on Saturday. There you go. 
There you go. And you probably gonna have a plate of, a, a plate of wings literally in your living room. Just sit. Oh yes. Like you yes. had Buffalo Wild Wings. We we gonna have we gonna have the food on deck, and we gonna have the drink on deck. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh. And we gonna sit back and, and enjoy. Yeah. That sound. That sounds like a plan. That sounds like. A plan. <laughs> I wish I was there. <laughs> man, we we gonna link up one of these days, man. We gonna. <laughs> We might have to figure something out oh, yeah. where we're able to just whether we, we kicking it and watching the game or we pull up to a game. We might have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe at some point we'll figure something out. Uh, find us a game to pull up like we on, on, on some some Josh Pate style type deal. Shout out to, to Josh Pate. You know what I'm saying? He be, they, they be doing their thing. But um we we going to pull up to a game and just just take in the the sights and sounds and see see how see how one of these top matchups go down. I know, I know it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I can't can't wait, can't wait. It should be a fun time. Yes, sir. Anything else you you want to add to to everything before we put a bow on this bad boy and and, and gift wrap it? No, no. I, I think we I think we threw out some of our sleeper games um, for the week as, as well. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. I, I can't wait. This is week eight, and I think we're gonna have another one of those big big weeks in in college football. So yeah. Oh. Just lastly, Miami Clemson. That's another one too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so much that we well, some 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 stuff can happen this this weekend to where this Sunday episode will be crazy. I know. I can't wait. Dabo, if they get two losses, I mean three losses. If you lose to Miami, look, <laughs> hey, it's gonna be some people. You're just gonna turn on YouTube. And you're just going to see a bunch of just, like, live streams of just, like, yeah. Clemson fans just being like, look, I, I done had enough. <laughs> I, look, it's, look that, that's, that, that very well can happen. <laughs> that very well can happen. <laughs> and, and Mario Cristobal, his team could can go from being a darling of the early season to having three losses. So, I mean, it's... How do we it's going to be rough. How do we get to this point? <laughs> Somebody's going to be sad, man. Some 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 fan base is going to be tore up after that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So it's it's, it's 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 one of those weeks, man. There's some real gems in there, you know. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, um well, yeah, uh, there's nothing for me to add, Chris. Um, if there's nothing um, else for you to add, of course, mm-hmm. on today's show, um, go ahead and let the um, our listeners know where they can find you on social media. Find me on, on X at Chris underscore Bolton underscore 12. Uh, like I said, man, I'll be... You'll probably see me tweeting about these games as they're happening. Um, basketball season is getting started as well, college and NBA. Um, it's just a great time to be a sports fan. NFL is in, it's in go mode, too. Wrestling's in go mode. Raw 
Monday Night Raw's been off the chain lately. Yep. I mean, it's it's, it's a it's a yeah. It is. It's, it's it's a good time right now, man. So just holler at your boy on there. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for me, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on X at Listen to KSW. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on there um, just talking about wrestling, talking about <laughs> college football, um, all of that great stuff. Um, so yeah, if, if you're ever on X. Be sure to um, send me a tweet, and yeah, we can um, chat then on there. So, but um, yes, sir. That's we we that's gonna put it into the the dirty thirty edition hey. of, the, of the podcast. Hey, another, another again, shout out to to the birthday boy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, 30, 30 years around the world. <laughs> Feeling great, feeling good, and yeah, yeah. Happy. Hey, enjoy, enjoy yeah. the weekend. Yeah, enjoy the weekend. Much deserved. Absolutely, absolutely. I will do that. I will do that. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's it for us, y'all. Um, until next time, we will um, catch you guys on our Monday show to wrap Peace. up. Yeah, everything in a. Uh, week eight of the college football season. So until then, peace.